Hey guys, Tony Reed here. Now we all know spring is right around the corner and you're going to need plenty of podcasts on your playlist for those long hours in the field. The one podcast that I'm going to recommend is Farm for Profit. Tanner, Dave, and Corey do a phenomenal job of having a wide range of guests on their show. It might be anyone from a university professor to an estate planner to a marketing analyst. They even have machine repeat on there from time to time. Then once a week, they do a Farm for Fun episode where they sit around and crack a few cold ones and kind of get off the beaten path a little bit. And those guests may come from Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, or even TikTok. It's a great podcast. You got to go check it out. They're on all the major players, Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, all of them. You can even go to Google and type in farm, the number four, profit.com and read all about them. They call themselves the mullet of podcast. Go check it out. You won't regret it. That's farm, the number four, profit. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Straightforward Farming Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Reed, alongside Nick McCormick and the lovely Mrs. Growing Corn. Again. She's back. <laughs> She's like herpes. About yeah. the time I think we get rid of her, she Bang, back. flares right back up. I think you made that joke already. You need a new one. Okay. Well, I'll have to dig through my file and see if I can pull something different. <laughs> the woman who complains about being tired and i'm like well why are you so tired well it's because i stayed up till four o'clock this morning <laughs> reading a book read 1100 pages from 10 o'clock that night till 4 30 that morning sure did yeah good sure. plan yeah. it was a great plan oh i'm i'm, I'm sure it was a yeah, great sounds, book. Yeah, it was a like fantastic a book yeah. i can assure you what that. was it about it was a mystery oh geez it Nancy was, it was it fiction was, wasn't it, it? yes it you could have read a real mystery and or an ops manual and then you could, you know, like know some stuff. No, it was it was one of those books where you're just reading through it and every page like an ops manual. You have no clue what's gonna happen next. And then you get to the end and you're like, that was not where I thought that was going at all. Once again, have you seen the new ops manuals? You'd be like, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to drink battery acid. <laughs> yeah. I'd be bored out of my mind. No, you could learn about how to put a new hood on your lawnmower. Yeah. My lawnmower is just fine. And for those that are listening, I did not buy my wife a new mower. That was a complete joke at John Deere the other day. They had a new mower sitting there with a hood off. I'm like, oh, yeah, that would be perfect for the wife. New mower, no hood. I can but assure I you, it. if you showed up with a new mower, I would be mad. Mowing I can, yard I can assure you, nothing. not that many years ago, if that hood had got torn off when that mower was in town, that had been a crisis lockdown. Well, yeah, because he yeah. did the mowing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you walked on the grass when we lived in yeah, town, yeah, it was yeah, it was not not allowed. I was not allowed to mow when we lived in town because no. I didn't get the lines straight. Exactly, I put stripes in the yard. You had a little kink in them. Yeah, like, no, do it right or don't do it at all. Yeah, we don't have auto steer on a lawnmower. We, you I had tried. To, you had to so drive the seventy-five hard. feet freehand. It was literally like every time you were like, okay, Carolyn, I'm going to let you mow. Like, I was so riddled with anxiety. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get out of line. He's going to freak out. I don't know what to do. And then I was like, I'd just rather not mow. We did have the best-looking yard in town. We did. It was nice, yeah. We did. I was out in Yellowstone. I think it was in 2012, the year that I did in the yard and put in the underground irrigation where you just flip the switch and the sprinklers come up out of the grass. Yeah. Most beautiful yard in town. She called me. We were in Yellowstone. And she said... There are three 
grown men on their hands and knees in our front yard looking at our grass. Remember that? <laughs> no. Yeah, because every time I'd be outside, you'd always have this whole flock of people stop by and, oh, you know, what do you do to your grass and what kind of seed and this and that. And so, and I finally, I, and I told these guys over and over and over what to do. Don't go to Walmart and buy this fertilizer. It's junk and they got no phosphate in it because yep. we're going green. Go to your local ag supplier, get five-gallon buckets full of fertilizer, and use that to be perfect. And, I mean, I, I kept telling these guys over and over and over and what to do. So, finally, the one guy stopped by one day. He's like, so what kind of fertilizer do you use? I said, okay, here's what you got to do. I said, go to Walmart and get their bags of 12, 12, 12. Yep, yep, got them, got them. I said, okay, as soon as you get home with them, Throw them in a fucking dumpster because <laughs> you don't want them. They're junk. <laughs> Go down to Equity, get you some real fertilizer, and it'll be fine. And I don't think they ever did. They just couldn't. No, they couldn't, couldn't wrap their it. And so it's like whatever. I'll so. never forget. It was the summer. It was like in July, and Henry was pretty young, and we were gonna have a date night. And everyone was like, oh, what are you guys going to do for your date night? And I was like, well, Tony's decided we're tearing up the lawn. <laughs> so our date night consisted of literally tilling up our entire front and backyard. Yeah. It was exciting. And then we had to spread hay all out. And it looked nice. Straw, Carolyn. Straw. Straw, sorry. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sorry. <laughs> Try to get well, it right. Put okay. my foot in my mouth already. Yeah. Well, I just, I don't understand, though, how people can read books like you do. What do you read? Four or five books a week? Yeah. At least. I mean, that's just asinine. Why would you do such a thing? Why just, wouldn't you do because that? Because you can watch TV and get the same result and not have to read it, is my thing. But I like using my own imagination. But you're not using your own imagination. Yes, you you're are. You're doing what the book's telling you. Yeah, but whenever you read the book, you're making <clears throat> the characters and imagining them in your head your own way. Rather than a TV telling you what you need to think, you get to think on your own. <laughs> and I don't disagree with that, but here's my problem with that. If it's something that is going to be made into a TV movie or a show, if you've read it, you have a, a vision in your mind, right? And then the show never lives up to that. Never. Or if you've seen ever. the show... Then the book, you're like, well, they're describing this. Like, no, that guy's face in my mind is this, and on the show, that's not even right. Yep. So that's that's my struggle on that. And and they even don't even follow the same story. No, they got the no. same general plot, but there's a lot of differences. So I give up on that. I read, read where the red fern grows, which is a great book. Yep, and then the, you see the show, and you're like, well, it's not even right. It's yep. not even close. Yep. And so you got to well, pick one or the other. Whenever they go to make the movie, they have to make it entertaining and more exciting. And no, they could just follow the, the way it should be. But if, if you followed a book the way it should be, then all of your movies would be six hours long because there's so many more details packed into books That's true. that make the story that much more interesting. Versus they've got they're like, okay, we have two hours to fit this in a movie. Well, we're going to scrap this idea. Well, because we scrapped this, we got to. Throw in that just shows you how much garbage is in a book. Stuff that you don't need. Don't <laughs> <No. laughs> watch it and get the same result. No, I disagree. Tony does have a point. If it's good enough to be made into a show, yeah, don't even need it. Yeah. You just get the show and you're I good. Agree. And her excuse to me is, well, why do you always watch stuff about World War II? You already know everything there is to know about World War II, which I don't. I don't even. I ain't even scratched the surface, surface now on World War II. I can read about World War II for days. I can too, actually, though. I love World War II stuff. I do, too. That was back when this country fought a war to win a war. That was the last time we fought one to win it. Maybe maybe Korea to some degree, 
But ever since then, it's been a political shit show. Yeah. That, oh, the enemies are firing at you, but you can't fire back. I mean, even and, World War II had a little bit of that in there. World War One was probably the last one that we fought solely to win. World War II had a lot of political side agendas that we didn't realize at the time. Yeah. But, but you know, Vietnam. Oh, you can't cross this line here. No. No, no matter what. No, no. And, and, we're, and we're going to take this hill, but there's nothing to the top, so we'll give it yeah. back. And I'm, and I'm not knocking the veterans up. No, but not by any means. They were doing exactly what they were told, and they were complete heroes in my mind. But you had For all these sure. politicians that yeah. didn't have a fucking clue. With an agenda. Yeah, and yeah. it was just stupid. I mean, like we were talking about corporate America in the last podcast. Yeah. They didn't have boots on the ground. They didn't know what was going on. But no. It looks good on paper. Yeah. I mean, how can you fight a war where when the enemy, you know, when we were into this in Afghanistan, you know, the enemy is firing at you, but you can't fire back. Yeah. You know. Now, how the hell are you supposed to win a war in that yeah. circumstances? My I mean, rule of engagement would be... Pretty much like World War II. Yeah, yeah. carpet okay. bomb destruction. Exactly. Move on. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people don't realize how close we come to losing World War II. I mean, we were really... Yeah. I mean, it, there was a lot of stuff There's a lot of stuff that, that happened to fall our way. Yeah, big time. Which, and we were on the right side of history and on the right side of, of God, probably. Yeah. You know, so it went our way, but wow. What a battle. Yeah, and no doubt. That To me, that war was so fascinating, though, just because it was in such volume. Mm -hmm. So many countries, so many people, so many civilians. I mean, it was just large scale. Everything. Yes. I mean, just unbelievable. It was a whole lot of everything. It was. And that's where U.S. manufacturing probably won that war as much as anything for us. Oh, definitely. And we had the benefit of none of our factories that got destroyed, right? Yeah. But the fact that we could produce, we could outproduce anybody in the world yeah. in record time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, can you imagine if the U.S. went into war today and they said, well, you're rationed to three gallons of gas this week? I mean, the American people alone wouldn't stand for it. No. Back did you, then. Did you realize you can't buy chain made in America now? Really? There's not a single company. To my knowledge, according to what a guy told me the other day, you can't buy chain that's made in America now. We can't produce chain. That'd be real. It's going to be pretty hard to run a lot of stuff without chain. Yeah. Yeah. Can't buy it in the United States anymore. It's assembled here. None of the pieces are from here. Jesus. These regulations and shit, I mean, I I don't understand the American people. I don't get how you keep putting both sides of the aisle of these politicians in office. Yeah. I don't fucking get it. And you hear it from everybody. We need term limits, term limits, term limits. Yeah. It's called quit voting for the same fucking people over and over and over. Yeah. I don't care if they're Republican, Democrat. Quit voting for these assholes. Yeah. Stop. I don't disagree. But I, I don't know. What's your take, Carolyn? My take? Yeah. I mean, you're just sitting over here like a bump on a log. I mean, you gotta. <laughs> I'm just letting you two do your thing. <laughs> it's, it's. I think. I think it's just insane. I. I think that probably back during World War II, we were in the beginning stages of politicians taking over everything, and now we're to the point where. It's, it's just a political game. Everything is. It's out of control now. I mean, and if you read your history, it, there was dirty politics all the oh, way back sure. to the beginning. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, there really was. There always has been, yeah. But even World War II, okay, what was World, World War II started over, right? Started over Germany invaded Poland. Yeah. What did we do with Poland when we got done with World War II? We get to the Russians. Yeah. Do you think they were better off with Germany, which had literally every technological advance, food, et cetera, or communism? Yes. And they're probably better off under the Germans. Yep. We've started it for one reason. We give it to the worst option in the end. Yeah. So, all political. Yeah, it was. That's for sure. I mean, the, the Russians were just as ruthless 
No, as they were anybody worse. on the planet. Yeah. I mean, they had but the no difference. But the difference is the United States was had a ton of German heritage and population, right? Right. Very little Russian. Yeah. So we really, and you're not getting any news out of Russia because right. they control it all. Mm-hmm. There was news out of Germany that we knew what was going on. Our ancestors were there, relatives were there, etc. We didn't care what was going on in Russia. They killed way more people. I mean, Stalin killed way more people than Hitler ever thought about killing. Oh, but absolutely. Stalin's revered by a certain factor of, of people today. And Hitler, not Hitler's a terrible guy. I'm not saying he wasn't, but you know, we we criticize him to the nth degree, and Stalin gets propped up. He killed way more people than Hitler ever thought about killing. Yeah, I wonder back then. You know, you didn't have the media like you do today. You know, I mean, Hitler. Hitler basically walked into Poland and said, "Yeah, I want to take this now." And that's. I mean, yeah. it was literally how it went. Another shot was fired. Yeah, it's ours. And I wonder back then how the media portrayed all of that, how it went down. You know, you didn't have such a big slant like you. Well, did. he was selling them on the fact that, well, I'm just going to take this and I'm going to stop. I'm yeah. going to take this and I'm going to stop, and they kept believing him. Yeah. And you know, the weird part about World War II for us, or for me anyway, most of that was on horseback originally. Sure. I mean, you hear about these epic tank battles later on and whatever, and that's all true. That was at the end. Of that. But at the beginning, a lot of the German forces were on horseback. Yeah. You know, it's just hard to imagine that it started on horseback and ended in a panzer, you know? Sure. Absolutely. I mean, the technology advancement through so that quickly. entire war yeah. to, a, to a, a nuclear bomb at the end. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah. that's, I mean, that, that's full circle. Yeah. yeah. That's about as full circle as you can get. <laughs> yeah, as you can get, yeah. I mean, yes. Now, World War One is a war I don't know much about. I just have never... And that's what pisses me off in school. We learned about fucking Mesopotamia, the fucking Greek goddesses, all this stupid horse shit that didn't amount to nothing. We didn't hear one word about World War One, World it was War very, II, yeah, Vietnam, it was pretty thin. none of that. It was pretty thin. It's like they started the school year out... All the way back at the beginning of time. Aztecs, yeah, you yeah. learn about all that. And yeah. By the time the school year's over, they're like, yeah, we're at year 800. It's like, well, that don't do me any good. I don't give a shit what them people did. I mean, seriously. I'll have Carolyn read a book on it. She'll update you. <laughs> yeah, get on that. I read lots that, of That's your day tomorrow. From Aztecs to now, you bump us up yeah. on up to speed. Now, the Revolutionary War was pretty cool, which I think I read a stat. Was that only like 25,000? People died in the Revolutionary War. It was a very, very small number. Of course, there wasn't nobody here. You, you know. I don't know on that. It was a very small number. And I'm not saying 25,000 was right, but it, it, I mean, it's a very small number for what took place through that entire war. Yeah, that I couldn't tell you. Civil War is still the bloodiest one we ever had. Yeah, of course, was, every Amer- every life lost was an American one, so yeah. it doubles your stats. Was that 500,000, Probably something like that. It was a bunch. Yeah, what you think back, that drastically changed the landscape of this country. You know, think if those people hadn't died and how many more people there would be now if all those males hadn't got killed off. Sure. You know? Yeah. I'm I'm a little rusty on the Civil War. I mean, I got the gist of it, but as far as, you know, certain battles and, and, I mean. I'm not an expert on it by any means. No. Read a book on that too, Kayla. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why, like, <clears throat> Revolutionary War, Civil War, all of them, I've read several books on them, but for some reason there's something about World, World War II, II that just fascinates me, and I cannot Well, World War II, enough. you was getting into, into big technology for the day. You know, prior to that, it was a lot of muskets, a lot of very yeah. slow well, And I think a part of it is our grandparents 
mm-hmm. were alive during World War II. Right. Yeah. So that resonates a little better than than stuff prior, right? Yeah. Well, and everyone always talks about how World War II was the greatest generation yeah. we've ever, you know, and so maybe that's the draw, like why yeah. we focus so much. But for me, it's the the terrible things that happen. I know terrible things happen in other wars too. Yeah, they always do. But yeah. just what came out of World War II, the terribleness of it, it just, like I, it just fascinates If I'm going to read about war, it's going to be World me. War II or Vietnam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, my buddies in college always just make fun of me because I would stay up till four or five in the morning researching Vietnam. And I don't know why I did it. I just, right. there was a, there was a probably a six or eight month time frame in there where I just, I could not get enough of that. Yeah. And I read everything there was to, to know about and it. To me, it's funny too. And it was completely by coincidence, totally by chance. My grandpa died in 2013. He was 87, I believe. He was in World War II. And so in 2013, for whatever reason that year, I got real big into our family history, started doing the family tree, yep. Ancestry.com, found out a lot of cool shit. Yep. And somewhere in there, grandpa had told me that he had a whole bunch of old, old pictures back of his parents and shit going way back. And he said, you know, if you ever want to go through them, let me know. So I did. I took this whole great big giant tub of pictures and was going through them. And it actually, believe it or not, it was the last time I ever talked to the man. It was on Mother's Day in 2013. And it was just by chance, uh, we were sitting there talking, and I was bringing all the pictures back, and there was a, a big family picture of him when he would have been, oh, I don't know, he's probably 15 years old or whatever. And uh, his oldest brother, we assumed, he couldn't remember, but we assumed it was when his oldest brother was, because him and uh, three of his brothers was all in World War II at the same time, and they were all in pretty heavy battle, and they all made it home. But this big family picture, his brother was in his military uniform, and, and he got to thinking, he said, well, they probably done a family picture just in case yeah. thinking the worst was going to happen, you know. And uh, so we kind of got to talking there, and my grandpa was in the Navy, and that's, you know, just the way it was or whatever. And he said, yeah, you probably didn't know I was in the Marines, did you? I kind of looked at him funny. I said, well, no, I'm always thought he was in the Navy, and Dad was sitting there and said the same thing. He said, no, I think you're mistaken. He said, you was in the Navy. And Grandpa said, no, I was in the Marines, too. And Dad was like, you know, I mean, it's his own dad. I mean, he'd never heard this story. And so uh, I think it was over in uh, Gua- or, uh, Guadalcanal. Basically, they were on this big Navy ship, and the Marines come aboard, and, like, every person that was in the Navy on that boat, they're like, you guys are no longer in the United States Navy. You're now United States Marines. Get your clothes off. Through Marines, Clay, and he, Grandpa called it cannon fodder. He said, that's what we was. Basically, we were the first ones going in, and you guys are the ones that's going to take the brunt of it. And so he was in the Marines for like a like a short stint there, like three, four, five months, whatever it was. But prior to that, he had never spoke of it, never nothing. But he was actually in the Navy and the Marines. Really? I, I didn't know they could do that. But no. They, they switched him up, and then whatever, whenever that little tour was over, whatever, then he went back and was in the Navy and finished out his career in the Seabees. Or, or well, not his career, but finished out his yeah in the Seabees, and that was it. So I'll be darned. I'd uh, never that's heard amazing. of it. That's amazing. Yeah, it was quite the deal. But I just looked up here. The American Revolutionary War. Throughout the course of the war, an estimated 6,800 Americans were killed in action, 6,100 wounded, and 20,000 taken prisoner. So, them's pretty small numbers for... Yeah, by today's standards. Yeah. For taking over the country, which I have no idea what the population of the U.S. would have been then. I mean... Yeah. 100,000, maybe, at the most. I, you know, I don't know. I mean... Yeah. 
wasn't heavily populated back then. But. I'm always amazed <clears throat> um, whenever we talk about the Revolutionary War. You always did that post whenever you had Facebook about what all the founding fathers and what their families went through. And mm-hmm. I think everyone just thinks, oh, we signed the independence deal and we were done. Well, But they don't realize that these families... Me, yeah, it was the 51 people who signed the Declaration of Independence. And the bad, or I shouldn't say the bad part, the, the part that's so frustrating to me was virtually everybody who signed that had the most to, to lose. lose. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. You know, they were your Bill Gates of the days, your Jeff Bezos. Yeah. The guys who could have easily said, who gives a shit? They can tax yeah. me double what they are now. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I'll, I'll make it. Who cares? And virtually every one of them died without a penny to their name because it all went to the war effort. And then Congress wouldn't back the loans once the war was over. And a lot of them lost their entire families were killed. Yeah. Their entire estates were burned. Everything. Yeah. And that's what's so aggravating today. Everybody's just such an easy sellout. They're like, well, you know, screw it. I'll just pay it and go on. Mm-hmm. And it it, it makes it aggravating, you know. For sure. But I don't know. I just think sometimes people gloss over that. Like they think, oh, we just signed the Declaration of Independence and then everything was grand and we were a country. And they don't realize that these families, the, the people who signed that, were they, they lost everything mm-hmm. and then some. Yeah. And... I, I I always wish like like you said you know back when we were in high school we were never taught that we no, never learned of any of that it was just oh well we had the Revolutionary War and then we signed the Declaration of Independence next chapter I I can say with my hand on the Bible never once from the time I was in kindergarten to the time I graduated high school that we ever learned about World War One World War Two or Vietnam ever not once ever we did but it was. Like it was like a chapter in a book. Yeah. Like it was basically, oh well, you guys kind of already know about this, and it was just glossed over. I learned more about World War Two after I got out of school because yeah. I was interested in it and I started yeah. researching yeah. it and wanted to know more. Well, about you would it. spend weeks on the friggin' Roman Empire and all mm-hmm. that crap yeah. and didn't amount to nothing. And it's Aztecs yeah. and so I, I challenge anybody that's a history teacher. Law societies of yeah. mm-hmm. South America, whatever. And that's my challenge to any history teacher that's listening to this. You know, Teach them about American history. Nobody gives a shit what the Aztecs did or the Roman Empire. I, how, how has you knowing what the Roman Empire ever helped you do anything as a diesel mechanic? Not one. Not much other than history repeats itself and the Romans got big and they failed and we're following the same path. They got liberal and goofy, and we're going down the same path. Yeah, it just... I think it's important to know history, all history. For but sure. I feel like there's so much more focus on That's what certain I mean. history. Once again, it's we, very... Once again, we don't put America first. We yeah. have to learn about all this other we stuff. We learn about the fake, the, the Greek gods, yeah. which are not real. Right. Yeah. Doesn't really have any bearing on real life. Exactly. You know? I mean, the average American would would die if they knew, you know, like Singer Sewing Machines, Rockola Jukeboxes, these companies that were making M1 Garands for the war effort. Yeah. You know, of companies you wouldn't even dream about making firearms. Yeah. And they all pulled together and done it. I mean, but I don't know, times have changed, I guess, and nobody cares. Maybe, I I don't know what the answer is. And back then, everybody was behind it, though. It's not like wars in recent times where, you know, 20% are behind it and the rest of them are like, eh, didn't affect me. Move on. Or, you know, we can't go to war, period. You yeah. know, whether it's through a 9-11 event or whatever, then, you know, we don't need to. It's just... I, yeah. I, 
I wish the U.S. would quit putting their nose in so many wars that don't amount to nothing and pay attention to the ones that do. You know what I mean? It just, we got troops scattered all over this world for no reason. Yeah. I mean, truthfully. And it, but we can handle it a little better for sure. Absolutely. But I don't know how we got off on this. Yeah, I don't know. We started off on Carolyn reading too many books, and now here we are. Way to go, <laughs> Carolyn. Yeah. I didn't even do anything. You, we're you, we're I just you. sat here and was yeah. listening while you two did your thing. So. I started off with you tearing up the lawnmower, and now here we are. I didn't tear up any lawnmower. What Fort- are you talking about? Fortunately, the British wore red coats and played the drums before every battle, so we knew where they were. Yeah, and then when we were hiding in the woods, like, you guys are yeah, cheating. you guys you are cheating, yeah. You can't do that. Wearing camouflage, you traitors. <laughs> yeah. Now, that is my one struggle. You know, biblically, you're always supposed to follow the government, right? Right. Do what the government says. Well, by that rationale, the Revolutionary War is not necessarily on the up and up. Right. Now, it did turn into the greatest hot spot for, you know, Christianity and the history of the universe. Right. But... So it worked out, but and how, technically we should have followed the king. How do you, because that's where we need your wife in here, too. She could set us straight. Oh, yeah, she could so, have all the stuff for this. When we start talking, you know, because it does say in the Bible, you're supposed to pay your taxes and fo- kind of follow the government. But, like, now when we're getting into abortion and gay marriage and all this other stuff that's completely anti, or not, I shouldn't say anti, but against what the Bible says, yep. what do you do there? Are you supposed to just blindly follow it, or do you... Where do you take your stand? That is the big question. You're supposed to pay your taxes, yet by the same token, tax collectors weren't really revered in the Bible. Right. Like, they pretty much beat them down when they had the chance, so I don't know. That's a good question. Once again, Carolyn, find a book. Yeah, find a book, a.k.a. the Bible. And uh, Well, so <laughs> that's the problem, though. You're going to have so many different interpretations about what that means. So I only need the right one, okay? Well, I don't need just random stuff. Well, I'm right going to say my way is the right way, but Joe Blow over here is going to say his way is the right way. So that's know. where you, you kind of get lost. True. Yeah, I suppose. Well, moving along, are you ready for the Easter Bunny, Carolyn? Is Easter Bunny going to find you? <laughs> I am the Easter Bunny. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so odds are. Tony, have you prepared for Easter this year? Are you ready for the Easter Bunny? Uh, I guess. You I have, have no clue what's going on. You look like a big box of peeps. Mm-hmm. Yep. No. Do, do you know what the Easter Bunny is bringing our children this year? Not a clue. Exactly. Same way with Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> She'll come in and rattle off all these gifts at Santa Claus. At Christmas, I'm just as surprised as the kids. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Hey, look at Don't that. Don't worry, I took care of it. I got it all. I got it all figured out. I usually get a few side gifts on Christmas. <laughs> yep. mm. The once, Easter Bunny will find Tony this year. Once well, again, like we talked a podcast or two ago, thank God for the women. Because if it was yep, men no on the show, we'll be drinking beer. Here, kids, here's 20 bucks. Yep. Go have fun. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah. I got to get a trash can down here. I've got... You got, got quite the collection. I do. I got one yeah. hell of a mm-hmm. collection of beer yeah. cans over here. Looks good. Somebody'd like to Classy. start the uh, straightforward farming recycling program. We could set you up. Yep, I should. We'll get rich off that. So I guess you guys have all seen via TikTok. Mike Burkhart's coming this fall. Kevin ponied up the money. Sweet. So he will be. That'll be a good time. It will. Yep. I don't think we'll be doing much beer drinking. I think Mike's pretty straight laced. Yeah, we'll still have some fun though. I'll, I'll try to sneak over for a little bit of that. Oh yeah, he's Mike's a good dude. So excited about that. 
My plan is to find out what he wants to eat. I've got all sorts of meals planned. <laughs> so that's my that's my. You better hope he likes department. ground beef, girl. <laughs> Yeah. I gotta, can cook other you're, stuff you're, besides you're ground beef. You have to double down, though. You have to make two things otherwise. I, I make two things every night anyways. I make him his ground beef meal, and then I eat what I eat. So. <laughs> well, she's more into salads, vegetarian-type Brussels sprouts. I'm not vegetarian. No, but it's... I'm into vegetables and protein. That's yeah. what I eat. Well. I Simple. Know. I still don't get donuts this. are from potatoes, so do those count? Huh? Donuts come from potatoes. If you do them right, <laughs> do those count? Donuts are my most favorite thing in the entire world. Entire. I blew Maple my kids' squares. mind today. Maple squares. That's my, what I, I blew want. my kids' mind telling them today that we used to make donuts when I was a kid. My mom, once or twice a year, for we, sure, once, but usually twice a year, made donuts. It was a big deal. We froze a bunch of them. Yep. So my brother was explaining to. To the kids, how he used to eat frozen donuts because he'd always sneak out there. Mom would eventually go out to this container and it had like one donut left in it, but it's been in the freezer for three months. Yep. How does it only have one donut in it? My brother would sneak him out frozen there. Donut? Oh, when it comes to frozen food, my brother's a connoisseur. That's disgusting. French fries, donuts, he'll eat them all frozen. Doesn't bother him. Yeah, loves them all. That grosses me out. Oh, uh, frozen donuts actually pretty good. No, you should try it. They're pretty good. No. So on my mom's side of the family, they made donuts every Christmas Eve for like. 50 or 55 years forever. straight. I mean, it was forever. And then after Grandma died, uh, Mom's one brother, I think he still carries on the tradition, if I remember right. Or he, he don't even, okay. No, I, don't I know he did does. for a little bit, and nonetheless. But Mom has come up here now twice, once or twice on Christmas Eve. Yes. To make Two Christmases Christmas. now we've yeah. done it. We skipped it this last Christmas just because I think. COVID. No, actually, yeah. nothing to do with yeah. COVID. Uh, there was Tony had his mask too many other things and going on, and so we decided to, decided okay. to skip it. But yeah. Yep, you can make homemade donuts. Oh, my gosh, yeah. it's so good. They're good. Super good. Remember when we was in high school, we could find any reason we could to go to the lumber yard to get out of school, <laughs> to go to the restaurant and get donut holes from your grandma. Yeah. yeah. Bagfuls. Oh, my gosh. My grandma made the best donut holes in the entire world. And so, fun fact, my grandma passed away... 16, 2016. Four, four, five years ago now. And my mom has her donut hole recipe, and she will not let me see it because when she dies, <laughs> it's dying with her. So I'll be like, oh, I'm doing a St. Jude fundraiser. Well, we want to do donut mean. holes. She'll make them ahead of time before I come. Because she does not want me to see that recipe. That's just mean. And I, I'm like, I have Show all the of world. grandma's that's, other recipes. Just so give wrong. me this recipe. That's so nope. wrong. She won't do it. But yeah. And she always made, grandma always made the donut holes. They were like the size of your head. Yeah, they, they were really holes. They were more like <laughs> yeah. They were, yeah. basketball. Donut fists. Yeah. 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 And it was, she sold them for a dozen for $1.25, I think. Yeah, well, like, yeah, something like so that. So stupid lot. cheap. And I yeah. was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, you can get diabetes for less than $5. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. easy. Easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her cobblers were the same way. The good so old good. days. Yeah. I can't believe you don't have the recipe, Carolyn. I'm a little, a little bit upset. I right don't now. have the donut hole recipe, but I have all the other ones. A little bit so upset. Can we can find it. We can get it. My I, new goal in I life actually, is to get that recipe out of your mom I without you finding you. out about I it. I was already... There's some me cash. and my cousin have talked about it, because her mom has the recipe, too, so they're sisters or whatever, and they're like... The well, you guys are very good snakes. The recipe dies with us, and I was like, I assure you, we are going to scavenger their house and find that. Say, you, and should, then, you should be over there snooping... When they're Easter, if they're are they coming to your house? No. 
we're going to their house. Oh. Well, next time they're gone, you should go over there and snoop that. They never leave. Mm. <laughs> well, you got that. Yeah. yeah. No, I, that's my that's my life goal is to get that recipe. <laughs> is it from Nestle to Hulsa? <laughs> no. <laughs> a little friends trivia for French, you. French, you just butcher everything. Yeah. Should I just take your gun over and hold your mama? <laughs> <laughs> she still wouldn't give it to you, I she'd guarantee you. She'd probably wrestle the gun away from you. <laughs> she'd yeah. probably wrestle you to the ground and kick your butt. So. <laughs> Tony yeah. goes down for the sake of donuts. Yeah. We'll figure something out. Oh, I would go down for that recipe. I would. <laughs> I'm a big recipe person. I gotta have it. When are you gonna do the, the TikTok cookbook? Everybody's wanting this big yeah. I know. Come on, Carolyn. So. I might. It's in the works. I've been thinking about it. I've been writing down some of the. My thing is, though, so I do all these recipes on TikTok, and they're, like, all supper meals or whatever. But my, like, forte is baking. Like, that's where my big thing is, and I haven't done very many baking so, videos. So, so make a baking book. Yeah. What do you have? What are yeah, come on, Kurt. I, I mean, I could combine everything, but I'm just, like, every time I post a recipe a online, I'm like, has a dessert this section. isn't the, this isn't what Carolyn can really do. Carolyn can do a lot more than this, but I'm just going to show you what I scrapped together for my family. <laughs> <laughs> They're picky, and they want this, so I'm giving it to them, but I'm making real food for me. Exactly. That's exactly right. Like, everything I make, everyone's always like, oh, yuck. Maybe you should. And I'm like, no, this is the really good stuff. You should you combine guys are the two. Crap. Yeah. That was like the other day I posted that TikTok video about uh, the McDonald's drive through people with all their stupid orders. And everybody's like, oh, coming from the guy that only eats ground beef. I'm like, you realize they don't serve steaks at McDonald's. It's all ground beef. <laughs> That's why I'm there. But I'm not, I'm, I'm really not a picky eater. Yes, I, I just don't deviate. If I go to McDonald's, I'm getting this. If I go to Taco Bell, I'm getting That's this. That's called a picky eater. No, One of not. our best friends growing up, I hated going through the drive-thru with him. And you know who I'm talking exactly. about. Exactly. Plain. He had, to, he had to change it every freaking time. It's like yep. they've got 15 number two sitting there ready to go. But you've got to have yours special. Yep. And he couldn't function. Yep. Had to have his special. So he, I was late for curfew once because of him. And yep. I'm never gonna. I took a pretty good chewing over that. Yep. I'm like, we'd have been home one time if he hadn't exactly. had to have his meal exactly. special made. I yeah. the only time that I might deviate is let's say you go to a bar or a mom and pop restaurant where they physically ask you what would you like on your yes. cheeseburger, which ninety percent of the time it's everything. But if I get like a breaded tenderloin, I always get them plain. Yes, me too. But they give you the option. McDonald's will give you the option. Yeah, this is the number two. This is how it comes. So if you don't order. like it, order a straight up cheeseburger. Yeah. If you don't want the stuff on it, don't get all the stuff on it. Order something else. Yeah, I'm with you there. My most favorite thing in the entire world is Tony and I took a vacation. Gosh, when was that? When we went to New York? Uh, 2013. 12. Oh, however long ago that no, was. 2011. We're on the East Coast, and we go to a restaurant, and they have all the seafood you could imagine, and this guy orders a cheeseburger and fries. Yep, and I'm, I'm like, there. what in the heck are you doing? Like, I was so mad. I ordered crab cakes. And I was like, why wouldn't you try something different? And he's no, because they're crab cakes and they smell horrible. And I make you set yeah, a separate no, table. They are delicious. No, cake no, is not. made with icing and shit <laughs> yeah. like that. Not crab. Made, it's not a cake. I've made crab cakes for you before and you've ate them. Yeah. And liked them. So 
I just I'm not willing to roll the dice when I go to spend money <laughs> yeah. that could potentially cost me you know at a high end restaurant like that fifteen twenty bucks a person. Yeah, I'm not willing to roll the dice on something that I'm not going to like. High end. Oh, I will. Twenty bucks a person. I know. Yeah, he is a real. <laughs> <laughs> a real romance. When I tell you guys his idea of taking me out is to Long Don Silver's, I'm not kidding. Which is the best restaurant on the <laughs> planet? No, no. Although it's the only original one still on the strip there in in Effingham, but. When we were on, on spring break, eons ago, everybody's ordering seafood. I'm like, eh, I'm kind of like Tony. I'll, I'll just get some, you know, cow meat. And oh, you're not going to try anything like that? Exotic? I'm like, no, I don't really do that. So they talked me into shark. And shark is just like steak. So if you get on the coast, just get some shark. It's pretty much like steak. It's the steak of the sea. So you're good nice. to go. Yeah. Now, if I go to a place like that, I'll get the big platter that might have alligator. I, I mean, I'll eat any kind of fish. Crab can go no, either I'm way. Lobsters. It's going to walk on the way. ground like me. Otherwise, I'm out. Yeah. So you will. So we'll go somewhere, and I have to order all the exotic stuff. You order your cheeseburger and fries, but you'll taste test whatever. You're like, oh, well, yeah, I'll try that. No, you'll try no, no, it, no, no, but no. you don't want to order it yourself. He doesn't want to waste twenty bucks on it, Carolyn. <laughs> Back up, <laughs> exactly. Because my biggest pet peeve in life is when somebody pulls food up a mic. <laughs> Joey have, doesn't share food. Exactly. <laughs> I have never once reached over to your plate and said, "Oh, here, I want that." You'll be like, "Here, you want to try no, this?" No, yeah, exactly. Try. I'll be like, "Tony, you." should try this this is really good because i'm trying to get you to broaden your horizons that's all i want but if you're content with your horizon you don't have to broaden that's it, exactly so. what i was getting ready to say that's but you're missing out on so much no, stuff not really yes, it's my, my favorite is well it tastes like chicken well then why am i ordering frog if it tastes yeah. like chicken i'll just eat chicken exactly yeah i disagree you should try some. Yeah, I don't have to. All I'm saying, just try it. Just try it. Don't have to. Try some new stuff. You're not going to force me. I'm pretty much tit for tat. Whatever restaurant it is, it's going to be the same thing at this restaurant. Yeah. Now McDonald's. The only time I'll deviate is it might be a Big Mac one time or a double quarter pounder a different time. You know, mix it up. But it's never a special order, a double quarter pounder with only ketchup or whatever. It's whatever's on the menu. That's what I get. But it might be a different. I haven't but, ate at McDonald's since they switched to foreign beef. Roughly 2002, three. Haven't ate there since. And so, there since. you did your rant the other day Breakfast, about people but, with their special orders, and I had to laugh because <clears throat> whenever I was in high school, my sister and I would always go to Taco Bell, and I would order whatever the... <clears throat> I think they had a special. There was like three soft-shell Taco Supremes and a drink, something like mm-hmm. that. And she'd be like, okay, I need a Diet Coke. Diet Coke, no ice, and then she would order her tacos, but no taco meat. They had to have beans in them, and like all, like it literally took 15 minutes yeah. just for her to spit out her order. And she I was like, Tony herself. would have killed her. Yeah. He would drive have killed her. Let me run the drive through window once. Shut the fuck up. Next. <laughs> uh, I want just be, shut the fuck up. Next. <laughs> That's just the way we're going. Moving roll. on. Yeah. yeah. Can't have it. not getting it. Go to Taco Bell, seven soft-shell Taco Supremes, and a Sprite or whatever's closest to it. Seven? My, yeah. They don't have a seven. I know, but so you, I'm, I'm, they, that's up to them to figure out, to make it the cheapest. So that's <laughs> that's like two number threes plus one, or piecemeal. Yeah. I don't care how you do it, that's just what I want. What's the one with the, is it a Crunchwrap Supreme, where they put the, they all fold it up in the burrito with a hard shell in the middle? Could be a Chalupa. Crun- no, I, I it's not a Chalupa. I don't know. It's delicious. 
It's I think I think we've I've made you taste that before. Now the old China buffet. That's where I get oh, my money no. back. <laughs> nope, I'm out. I don't care if it is cat possible. I don't need any meat dog. I'm good there. <laughs> it's good. I love. I it. don't need any meat dog. Every time I'm on the podcast, we always end up talking about food. I don't know. <laughs> Every single time. We we started out with a book reading and World answer. War II and now we've yeah. circled back to our favorite foods. Yeah, we just we just wing it here. It's because it's my most favorite just thing. Just give me a filet mignon. Food is my most correctly. favorite thing. I, I love all things food. Just give me a filet. I'm good. Hmm. Not a filet o fish, a filet o cow. Say, I feel like you need to no. elaborate. It doesn't get any better than filet mignon. Just give me that. I'm just not into. I'm steak. good. I like the taste of steak. If, if you're, you're willing to cut it up and basically, put it on the you're stuff. telling me you're lazy. You're just too lazy to cut it up. It, 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 it takes too long. <laughs> By the time you saw through every bit of that shit and make it into little bite-sized chunks, if you're cooking gone. it right, it really doesn't take that long to cut through. Thank you, thank you. He's just he's 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 fussy. Long. Exactly, he's fussy. Yeah. He lived at home way too I love long. The steak. You should go out to eat with my dad, and I'll go eat with Carolyn. Nice. So your dad's just kind of the cheeseburger guy? He'll take the ground beef. He'll take the ground steak, which is a hamburger. Burnt to shit. That's what he's looking for. Can I, do you have any, like, old steak that you're going to throw out? Ground it up, burn it to shit. Throw some bacon on it that, that's sawdust. That's what he'll take. Does he have to put ranch on it like the rest no, of the No, he doesn't put any ranch on it. He's not using any condiments. Yeah. I don't eat ranch on nothing. My no. entire family, is, I don't care if it's Captain Crunch. I'm not even sure what ranch tastes like. Don't know. And I'll never know. Not you are do missing. How would no. people live in the Midwest and not know about don't ranch? Don't need it. Don't use it. Ain't I, happening. I've always said, I think ranch is one of these deals in the Midwest where it's almost like it's, it's like a status. It's like... Look at me! I'm wealthy enough to just dump all this shit all over my plate. <laughs> and to me, it's like that's the most stupid idiot. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't dumb. put ranch on anything, including salad. And yeah, I love salad, nope. but I'm not putting nope. ranch on it. Blue cheese for me. No, no ranch. I don't need blue cheese. No, that's, that's just disgusting. day old cheese. No, thank you. No, you get some Colby Jack on that shit. You don't need blue cheese. That's terrible. I mean, I don't even know why you cook supper anymore. Why don't you just pour everybody a giant glass of ranch <laughs> and just let them drink it? Because it kills or French. the taste of People use French on there. They get from monocles or whatever, and they're, they're splashing that stuff all over everything. My sister-in-law, if you're listening, you started my kids down that path, and I will forever be mad about that. It's the same way with pizza. Pizza is to have your normal topping. You don't, you don't need any sausage. sauce for pizza. It's already on there. Yeah, and we good. don't need fucking pineapple no. and all this other horse shit. That is not how pizza is to be made. It's supposed to have your debate. For once, if you order a cheese pizza at my pizzeria, I don't own one, but if, <laughs> I, own a, if I own a pizzeria, you order a cheese pizza, it comes out and the waiter just punches you right in the face. Exactly. I agree. You didn't even order pizza at that point in time. No. You get hit in the face and you're done. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. So come back tomorrow for breakfast. You're just going to get a bowl of milk. No yeah. cereal in it. Just yeah. Milk. Just get punched in the face. Yeah. Is- cheese pizza is not pizza. No. You, you, your options are pepperoni and some other meat. But your base pizza is pepperoni. You're not getting anything below that. Exactly. You want cheese pizza? No soup for you. You come right. back one year. Once again, you're getting pepperoni. You pick off what yes. you don't want. Yeah, if you don't want the pepperoni, that's your problem. Yeah. But you're well, going to have a hard time because there's going to be lots of pepperoni on there. Thank God you guys don't run the fast food places of America. Oh, but no, we will. that's because we would streamline. Yes. <laughs> it would be super efficient, Carolyn. I've always said, super you know, efficient. all these little mom and pop shops, they, they know every day at noon that they're going to sell at least 10 cheeseburgers. So, 
At 11.45, just make 10 cheeseburgers and leave them on the grill where they're still warm. Rather than fiddle fuck around, and now I had to wait 25 minutes for my cheeseburger. You know you're going to sell 10, so make 10, and boom. Everybody's in and out. I don't care if it's warmed up a little bit. People eat leftovers all day long, but they go to a restaurant. Oh, God, God, fucking leftovers. You don't eat leftovers. Whatever. No, you don't. Veto that. <laughs> what was So, I have leftover... Sloppy Joe's in the fridge. Are you going to eat that tomorrow? No. Okay, so let me ask you this. Why would I eat leftovers when I come home to a fresh meal every night? Because then you're going to be pissed. Well, I just made beef and noodles. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to have Sloppy so Joe's. So last raw. night I didn't have anything made. And I was like, what do you want for supper? And you're like, meh. And I, I said, I will find something, didn't I? Ten thousand. You did, actually. And yeah. I made him three grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> But he waited until I got Josie's grilled cheese sandwich done. And he was like, hey, are you already making grilled cheese? After I put everything away. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I'll take a few. And I was like, I just put everything away and shut everything off. Sure. Well, Carolyn, you knew you were going to sell four green grilled <laughs> cheese sandwiches. You should have made them and left them on the grill when they were warm. You are right. Shame on me. Shame on me. You've been me. married. It's not your first day, okay? It isn't. You are absolutely right, actually. I knew better because I looked like at Henry and I said, you. your dad's going to want grilled cheese sandwiches. Why do you think they don't sell beer individually? They sell it by the pack, okay? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. True story. You're going to want more than one, Okay. I don't know. You're going to have to get with the program. I'm going to let it slide this time. <laughs> yeah. You're going to let it slide. Yeah, get it together. <laughs> well, we're looking for some donut holes, a couple grilled cheese, I could make some do- burnt I shit hamburger. I don't know where you were at on bacon. Were you super crisp, salt no. or or chewy no, bacon? No. Yeah, chewy like, bacon. Oh, I want chewy bacon. Got to be chewy. Chewy. Yeah. I'm my father's son, except for bacon. My dad likes it. When you pick it up, it should break. And at that point in time... I'm, I'll eat it, but I'm not happy about that's it. That's basically a rod of bacon that's bits. Ba- that's bacon bits, yeah. <coughs> yeah, I want I want it a little chewy. No, it's got to be very chewy. The chewier, the better. I want it to be like bubble gum, where it takes me like five minutes to get So how do you like your eggs? Scrambled. It's the only way I eat them. How do you like your eggs, Nick? Fertilized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like real quick. I'm joking. Um, over easy or scrambled, I don't care which. Okay. I, I mix okay, so, so whenever so, I worked so, at the restaurant... Sh- why not? I got a very important no. question. <laughs> Go I, ahead. So you first. So I, I, I will eat eggs the other way. I just never do, and I haven't in like twenty-five years. I always eat them scrambled. So, what is an over-easy egg? How is that made? What What's it look like? You got to be freaking kidding me! No, oh I, I, I swear <laughs> I'm on my life. I'm glad you said shit. it, Nick, because I was like, "What? The wow! Heck? I am serious? dead serious." Oh, we've been friends for Wait, a long what? time. What, like, what does that mean? This is a real you put dead. it in a skillet, you let it cook most of the way, you flip it over. Easy. So the yolk, the yolk will still be runny. Yes. Okay. Whenever you cook that, I like so you, egg can, yolks. Yep. you can dip your toast in it. So what's the, what's the other way then? So you can have eggs over easy, which is what I just described. You can yep. have eggs hard, which is where you cook the yolk. So okay. you're gonna take your egg, mm. put it in your pan. And you're going to flip Wasn't it. Wasn't that be pretty much scrambled, though? No, no. Because you're not scrambling it. Because your yolk is still... Yeah, the yolk. Definable, I guess, yeah. is the way... You can still see it. Okay. Like it, Or you can have sunny side up. I don't cook sunny side up. I don't cook sunny side up. Well, that's where you put that's, it in there and you just leave it. You just you don't it's ever still, flip it. Yeah, you, you just never flip it. leave it in the pan. So it looks like a sun. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. 
Now, I always wonder that because I only eat eggs grandma. And I didn't know. I, oh, my God. Wow. I can't believe we've made it 47 years oh, without man. me knowing this. Yeah. I didn't. I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm coming over for breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> we're going we're to lay these things out to Tony. I had no clue. I really didn't. I, I had no clue. Tomorrow. It's steak and over easy eggs for breakfast. Okay. No, sunny side up. We're we, doing yeah, side yeah, we'll blow his mind with sunny side up. <laughs> We've been married 15, 16 years. Have you ever seen me eat anything besides a scrambled egg? Mm-mm. Exactly. Because that's all I've ever made you. <laughs> that's because you asked. And, that's what I and you're like, well, because 15 years ago, I made eggs, and I was like, how do you like your eggs? And you said scrambled, so I've just always done them scrambled. Exactly. <laughs> I've never do you see that I, I do not deviate. I, I switch it up. The, the key to a good scrambled egg is to put the cheese in at the end. You don't want to put it in oh, early. Put wait, it wait, in wait, hold the fuck. You put cheese in your eggs? Nope, he doesn't like cheese. I, what do you mean I don't like cheese? I eat cheese on everything. But you don't eat cheese on your eggs. Nobody's ever no, put cheese no, on No, 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 you put it. Well, I put it on my over easy eggs. I put cheese over the top when I'm done. No. But that's a thing. I only do that with an egg sandwich. Nobody has ever put cheese on eggs for me. I'm intrigued by this. Carolyn, what? you're dropping the ball again. Scrambled eggs, you, See, put the, you, put, you put cheese in at the end. At the end. Time if you put out. it in early, it's a no-go. The guy who you does not deviate from anything, I was like, if I put well, cheese on this, Well, you're not helping him out, out here, Carolyn. <laughs> I didn't you're, know it was a thing. Yes. Cheese goes on everything. Have you exactly. ever, Have you ever had an omelet? Not that I know of. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> what dimension where, are you guys living in? Where would I This is a totally separate world. You've never, ever had an omelet. I live two miles from you. It's like I live in a totally different world. I, so an omelet is... Like hash browns mixed with your eggs. No. Right? no, that's a skillet, my friend. That's a skillet. An omelet is where you take scrambled eggs and then you put in like you go ham, meat, peppers, vegetables. Yeah, and then you flip it over and you put. Clearly, cheese. you haven't had one. You put cheese <laughs> with it, and you you've seen me eat them before. I, I no, I've I've heard of them. I've never had one. I didn't. Oh my, gosh. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. It's like the guy's driving Chevy trucks. He's heard of Ford, but he's never seen one. <laughs> this is unbelievable to me. But cheese on eggs is very intriguing because I love cheese. I'll oh. actually eat shredded so cheese. So scrambled eggs, cheese. you throw the cheese in at the end? Yes. It, okay, you, so you do you use shredded or sliced? Shredded. Yes. Yeah, Good you call. don't use sliced. That's just wrong. You use sliced if you work at a restaurant. I'll eat. You sure. only use sliced if you're putting it on, if you're making it into a sandwich. Yeah. Then you could use yes. slice. She buys, she buys in big blocks of cheese. I eat the whole block in one sitting. Oh, me too. And that's the best on a cheeseburger, when you can slice it real, real thick. Yeah. The thing about cheese is, the thicker you slice it, the difference it tastes. I like it sliced thin, but a lot of it. I'll eat the whole block, but I want to slice it thin. No, no, no. Thicker oh, than that. Oh, no. I like, like thicker. To me, there's nothing better than a nice hot cheeseburger with a giant, like an inch thick piece of cheese where the cheese is a little bit cold when you bite into it. That's perfect. Phenomenal. I'm not taking a lot of advice from You're guy rethinking didn't, didn't, your <laughs> friendship with him, aren't you? I mean, this guy didn't know over easy eggs existed. He didn't know he could put cheese on eggs. Just take an over easy egg, which you're obviously not eating, but over easy egg and sprinkle shredded cheese on it. Voila. You're good to I, go. I knew over easy eggs existed. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. So, How did you not know what so that clear, meant? Clear your schedule in the morning. I'm calling you in the morning. We're out to get, get off the phone with his mom. <laughs> How would I have known what it meant? I don't know. What you grew up in America? You? 
<laughs> I've just always ate scrambled eggs since I was a little kid. I just but and without cheese, know, I don't understand even this. Even our kids know about Ofreezy mm-hmm. eggs and scrambled eggs with cheese and everything. Like yeah. you're the cook. You're the one bitching to me. You're the cook. Yeah. But I do. I do it right in front of you. Like I do it. Like I've done cheese on eggs with the kids, and Never. you were right there, and you just didn't pay attention. I, mean, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, cheese on you eggs is, is phenomenal. You, all right. So you know what's even better if you put a little ham in there, a little ham, right. egg, and cheese. Mm-mm. Good to go. Actually, deli ham. Actually, I'm going to blow your guys' minds, and you guys are going to kick me out of the podcast right now. The best thing in the entire world. Have you ever had a Western omelet? Now, see, here we go. We're getting into this whole McDonald's deal. If the omelet ain't good enough, now we got to fucking change it. You don't even know what an omelet is, so yeah. let her speak. You get out. Do you know what a Western omelet is? Yeah. Okay, so Western omelet, scrambled eggs, peppers, cheese. Yeah, I love peppers. Put a little salsa on top of that. It's I can't amazing. Do I don't know. I don't, it's good. A, I, it is so good. You need to I, try it. I appreciate it. that. Try I'm it. not a salsa. Eggs are good by themselves. I don't need to put sauce on them. I know, but there's... Here's my thing about food, Carolyn, and I... I I avoid condiments at all costs because condiments are a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Nothing burns my ass more than somebody who could eat normal food, but then they have all these freaking condiments that make it uneatable in a vehicle while you're moving, which is why Hardee's has failed and they're not as successful as McDonald's. You order both their sandwiches. Hardee's is better, but the shit is all over you because oh. it, it's falling off in every direction. McDonald's has got like glue on theirs. So they're, they're, <laughs> they got some super glue. They're sticking all that shit together so it never falls off while you're driving. I like salsa and I like chips. I don't need salsa on my eggs. Eggs are good by themselves. That's my wife. You I should eat, try it. I eat three eggs a day, every day, have try for it. years. It appalls my family. I eat three eggs a day, every day. You should try it. My most favorite With omelet cheese. in the entire world is I take eggs, peppers, mushrooms, mm. do all of that, and then I put a little avocado on top. No, I don't need that. See, I just the, need the eggs. This whole cooking thing, I... I can't figure it out because I've done very, very little cooking in the kitchen. So That's pretty obvious. A week point. or two ago when we had our big <laughs> Zoom meeting, and it was like anybody who's anybody on TikTok. I mean, it was me and Doug Yeager and Clint Yeager and Kurt Luca and COVID. I mean, there was there must have been 15 of us on there. And they was having their big farm talk cook-off. Yeah, you're not winning that. Well, they're all like, you know, yeah... We put all this shit on the smoker for six hours here and eight hours here and flip it here and this and that. I'm like, how does it take 10 hours to cook meat fucking rare? <laughs> I don't get that. To me, a guy that's eating it well done, I can totally see that. You're eating it fucking rare. What? What is taking so long? Low and it's slow, Tony. Totally. Yeah, low exactly. and slow. Low and slow. I, I don't and that's the way you get the best flavor. See, to me, that is so inefficient that I can't eat it. No, no. Here's it's, the beauty to the smoker, though, Tony. And you can appreciate this. I don't do it so much now, but where we used to live, I don't know why. I grilled and I smoked more there, for sure. Throw some whatever meat on the smoker, and then go do something else. Might mow the yard, might clean the barn, whatever you want to do. When, you, when you're done, nothing's burnt. It's just, it's, it's done, it's ready to eat. You don't have to manage it. You have to look at it. It's just there. You throw something on the grill, got to manage that. Yeah, that yeah. That's going to require a minimum of five beers. Sure. So if it's like 10 o'clock on a Sunday, I'm not diving into five beers just yet. Right. Throw it on a smoker, you're good to go. Makes sense, I guess. But I just couldn't figure out why they were taking all day to cook meat rare. 
Well, low and slow. This is why you know. The don't longer cook. you cook it, and the it's slower like you cook how, it, the better it is. How small is the fire in this <laughs> thing that you got going? Well, you're but just cooking it with smoke. So you're just cooking it. Imagine, you're, you're imagine you up. with your cheeseburger cooking it with your cigarette. <laughs> Apparently. It takes a while. But you'll get it there eventually. It's like, I would like this shit to be done before I start drawing my goddamn social security. And you guys are eating it fucking rare. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you. You've got a whole new world to expand in now that, I know, now you, that you haven't seen an egg cooked correctly. I'm going to make I don't him tell you. all the eggs and be like taste testing. But, but you're, you you're totally misrepresented. I've heard of over easy eggs. I'm not like a hermit. I've what do you heard of? I have heard of. Me, how to cook over easy eggs. I'm not misrepresenting That's like me saying I've heard of oxygen, but I, I haven't, you know, I don't know anything about it. I have heard of Austin Martin cars, but I don't own one. It wouldn't be no different if you heard that I've got a new John Deere planter, but you don't know nothing about it or how to use it. It's the same thing. I've heard. And I, didn't know, I didn't know how they were made. I, I didn't know what that They're meant. They're over easy. easy. Take it easy. Take it it easy. sounds kind of hard to me. <laughs> it's really not that hard. It's not that hard. You have you know a, you have a, it's not that hard. a griddle outside. Just saw it. Just mm -hmm. flip them over. He doesn't even know how to work that griddle. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's my job. We should try to cook a frozen pizza. My wife is <laughs> no. spoiled. My wife is spoiled. She is. I love to cook. Does she cook much, your wife? Yeah, she cooks a lot, but I, I prefer to cook. Yeah. I don't like to do dishes very well. Don't blame you. Which is why paper plates were invented in plastic cups. That's what I mean. But she I love hates to cook. dishes, always I love to cook. talking about doing I'm like, get paper plates. Yeah. I'm not about going green. I, I have no problem filling up landfills. Somebody's got to work those sawmills. No, it's a waste. Yeah. I'm no, not going to do that. No. Those people got to get paid, too. And it's a waste. I thought of no, this so. today, sitting in the McDonald's drive-thru line, because I went to McDonald's again, <laughs> even though I was so pissed. Even though it. you were so mad. There he is again in exactly. that line. Because you won't make me a lunch to take, so i got to go to McDonald's. So, <laughs> oh, my anyway, gosh. Oh, I found a way to beat this mask deal. It hit me today like a light bulb. <laughs> we got to sell this whole mask deal, COVID deal, as we are causing so many greenhouse gas emissions and we have to open shit back up because McDonald's has been lined up around the fucking building for months on end. That is the busiest McDonald's in the history of the world. So we have to That's sell place is nationwide as we are causing so many fucking carbon or such a huge carbon footprint. That if you're in your Tesla, it would have been fine, Tony. That's true, but nobody around here has got one. That's so true. we are just pumping Tons and tons of CO2 to the atmosphere because we can't go inside, so we got to sit in our car and leave it run while we make the 30-minute trek around the building. I could I could have drastically reduced my carbon footprint if I could have went inside. I would like, I'm ashamed so this to admit is our this, way but to I had the same exact thought. I was like, buy why, him a why are we, we're so worried about all the things, but here we are sitting and drive up for right. an hour so if all we, the CO2 if we can convince these people that we're causing a humongous carbon footprint and pets might carry COVID and you're going to have to shoot your dog, then it's, uh, fuck, we're open for good then, I guarantee you. If we got to shoot little Fifi, you know, your mom and dad's laying in the nursing home dying. We won't go see them, but Fifi needs cataract surgery in fucking Connecticut. We'll spend the 10 grand to take the little dog there. So we got to get people convinced that. that pets and the carbon footprint and we'll have this shit back open in no time. I'm telling you. So that's my new campaign slogan. I, I feel like you should go with that. I think Definitely. so, too. Scrambled eggs for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I had a really good story about the whole egg thing. And then 
It's because you're too drunk. I'm, no, I'm so blown away that you didn't know what over-easy eggs were. I didn't know. I can't. Well, enough making fun of me and this whole over-easy egg thing. I knew what they were. I just didn't know how they were made. It's no different than a fucking Bic ink pen. You know what it is, but you just don't know how it's made. Same thing. Not really. It's your story, Tony. Yeah. Tell it how you, you tell like it. Tell it how you want. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to shift gears and get into something else. I'm taking a beat in here. I'm trying to think what gears we need to shift to. What, yeah, what, what other, what other food do you not know about that's pretty commonplace in I'm, I'm the not, world? Do you know how to make toast? <laughs> I'm not real handy inside the house. I can fix stuff as far as mechanical stuff, but as far as food, the kitchen, yeah. No. Better. He always makes fun of me because he'll be talking about something farming and he'll look at me like... Well, why didn't you know that? That was the stupidest thing in the entire world. And I'm like, I could give you a recipe and turn you loose in my kitchen, and you still wouldn't well, know what to do. it's because you get things totally backward. You just asked me yesterday, so are you getting nervous about harvest starting? I'm like, no, because that's several no, months No, I off. said planting. I said planting. After you corrected yourself. <laughs> See, that? that's where you at least have an out. That's where I'm screwed six ways from Sunday, because my wife knows all about all that. Uh, yeah. Knows more well, about me in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I'm done every which direction I turn. Comes to dealership stuff. She's yeah. better on that. I, we, she's we, got it all. I, I'm. I got nothing. We got to get your wife on one of these podcasts. We'll have to do them early in the evening. She can't stay well, up past eight thirty, so we have to do them early in the evening. Yeah, she's kind of a lightweight. Yeah, pretty much after eight o'clock, she's done. Yeah, it's yeah, it's countdown. She's just waiting for the kids to go to bed so she can too. Well, yeah, that's that's all part of getting old, I guess. Yeah, she is old. I wish I had that. I just don't have it. Like I was super excited. I was. I've been trying. So I got a new Fitbit watch, and it's been telling me my sleep score. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Your yeah. sleep score. Easy there, party animal. Beastie Boys are gonna make a song about you. <laughs> no sleep wow. till Fitbit. Yeah. Right. So it's like telling me my score, and I'm like. I need to go to bed earlier. So I was super excited because I went to bed at 11.30 the other night, which is kind of early for me. That's and what I, I love about like, your competitiveness. No. You're trying to outsleep your previous score. I am. I yeah, am. That's what I love about you. <laughs> I want you to know that every single day I wake up and I look at my Fitbit score for my sleep, my heart rate, and I'm like, okay, what can I do to beat this today? What am I going to do to make this better than yesterday? Over easy eggs instead of scrambled, Carol. And that's what you're going to do with cheese on them. That's what Tony's going to do. Here, like a month ago, she's like, do you know what my heart rate got down to last night while I was sleeping? I'm like, Death. no clue. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wasn't watching you. I, I don't even know what a normal heart rate is. She's like, you got down to 37. I'm like, well, what's that mean? I guess that's like borderline clinically dead. <laughs> I don't know. Pretty much. Pretty much. She's all yeah. jacked up because her heart rate dropped way low. No, I was excited about it because that's my goal. <laughs> like, I want to get my resting heart rate to be as low as possible because that means you're healthy. You ever seen flatliners? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I haven't. I haven't either. I just know it. <laughs> you doesn't have Kevin Bacon in it. Mm, Kiefer Sutherland, Julie Roberts. It's an old movie. That was like one of the first movies Julie Roberts yeah. ever done. I'm, dude, I was flipping through and 48 Hours was on. Eddie fun. Murphy? Yes. Back when Eddie Murphy was funny. You know, it has been forever since I've actually seen a good movie, like a new movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they're just, not as good as the old they, ones. They're not. They just don't, yeah. they don't make them like good. they used to. Yeah. Are you talking about Titanic, Tony? Let's talk about Titanic. <laughs> I never... I, so Tony's how obsessed. How many different ways could a jack fit on that piece of wood? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's talk about that. 
Exactly. Every it's just single like, time Titanic's on TV, there's Tony glued to so, the TV, and I'm like, we've seen so this my, a thousand my times. Grandma had Rose should have moved over. Yeah, my grandma had this old, old, old book, and I found it on the internet at some point in time, and it's worth a ton of money. And I cannot find it. I had it at one time. She it was in bad condition, but the ones that are in still good condition are worth a lot of money. It was a phenomenal Titanic book. I'll try to dig it out, see if I can find it or find a copy of it. I love all things Titanic. So when Titanic come out, that was in 1997, biggest movie of the year by far. I'd never seen that movie till probably six, seven years ago, roughly. I'd never seen it. Now I watch it every time it comes on TV. I've seen it yes. several times. But it's like the meme that I saw, though, with Jack in the water freezing yeah. from the Midwest. <laughs> Wouldn't be that bad if it wasn't for the women. Yeah. Yeah. You sent me that meme, and I laughed. I laughed for like 10 days over that. Yeah. Uh, my wife just move this. over Rose for yeah my wife had this like 25 ways Jack could have fit on this piece of wood if Rose <laughs> would have been cooperative yeah yep. yeah. there was there was so much wreckage floating all I had to do was grab something if Rose wouldn't move her butt I, over I don't understand how she survived she was literally a block of ice her hair was froze everything well, she had a whistle it's a it's a movie Tony it's a movie <laughs> did, did you realize that they did some investigation on the Titanic and the pool still full she don't get it. <laughs> because it's underwater. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I was like, uh, what? Exactly. Iceberg right ahead. <laughs> I felt like you were trying to pull something no. over me. I was like, oh, yeah. No, nope. it was a scandal. Right. It was a totally different ship. It wasn't even the Titanic. Yep, they was trying to set a record, and that they did. Yeah, There's a lot of conspiracies about that, though. Oh, yeah, I... I Dive I, into those. I, I can be a borderline conspiracy theorist on some stuff like JFK, some big ticket stuff, but when it, they get to the Titanic, it's like, yeah, I'm out. I, I, I can't get on oh, board. Oh, no. Come I, on. I, I can't get on board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. A guy that doesn't know how over easy eggs are made, I don't know how you get, <laughs> dive into the bowels of the Titanic. Yeah. You should dive into it. There's a lot of interesting things that went on with the there Titanic. Are. There are. Let's think about all the big people that were on the Titanic. And all the pe- big people that didn't get on it. Exactly. Last minute. Yeah. For no reason whatsoever. So you guys think they crashed this fucker on purpose? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I think Titanic. there was a lot to gain by the Titanic crashing. Yeah. Do, do you think... Back then, people had big signs up that said Titanic was an inside job. No. <laughs> For the first time in history, fire melted steel. Only in the 21st century did we come out with big signs that said all of those things. Okay. Gotcha. So, conspiracy theorists, the whole phrase with that, it's just the government's way well, of saying the people whole, who think outside the box are crazy. The whole yeah. JFK thing ruined the word conspiracy, right. which I'm convinced... This wasn't just some nut that Mm-mm. shot him from the window. Absolutely not. That's why the files are sealed. But, you and know, they, whatever. And even when they were supposed to re- release them, when was that? Like a year ago? A couple years ago? No, I thought it wasn't until like 2030. Mm. I, I don't know. Well, I thought they resealed them. I, I don't know. They could have. <clears throat> I don't know. But, yeah, that whole deal was a sham from top to bottom. And there's been other stuff. You know, you, you read stuff on 9-11. I'm not saying that the government actually did it. I'm not saying they didn't know about it. You know, like World War II. 
you know, I think they, they, knew they pretty much knew what was going down. And I, I don't know. It's it's one of them weird deals. I think and this is where people are going to think I'm completely crazy, and I promise I'm not. But I think that sometimes you need to think outside the box. There's a lot more oh, going sure. on than than the government is telling us. Jeffrey Epstein is not dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he did not kill himself. Right. I will assure you of that. Yeah, that's another hole. <laughs> yeah, that's a big rabbit hole. We better not go down. No, that that's one. that's like four podcasts in a row. There, if we went yeah. down that rabbit hole. If we want to get on conspiracy theories, I mean, we we can go for. That's days. a totally different podcast. <laughs> we're we're farm talking over here. Have we actually talked anything farming? No, mm-hmm. just you not knowing about eggs. We got started talking about me reading books, and then it winded into food, and how you don't know anything about eggs at all. Like, you can't put cheese on eggs. How did you not know that? Well, I assumed you could. I just never thought about doing it. How do you not think about putting cheese on anything? I mean, cheese goes good on almost anything, yeah. Every time I make something, I'm like, this would be better with cheese. With cheese, yeah. Let's throw some cheese on it. She knows not to deviate. Put some cheese on it. I do, actually. Gets real, real angry whenever I try something new, <laughs> and he's like, "What did you do different?" And I was like, "Well, I just tried something new. I don't like that. I don't like it at all." <laughs> he gets real angry. That I can see. Yeah, yeah. Really I'm, not, I'm not in. Heaven forbid I do something besides a cheeseburger and fries for supper. Hey, we Whoa. we venture out and do grilled cheese and frozen <laughs> pizzas and stuff. Actually, the one good thing, like I'm super proud of him for doing is whenever I do hibachi on the grill and I do the veggies and rice yeah. and shrimp and he'll eat that and I'm I'm just so excited that he branched out. <laughs> he tried it. Are you ready for sushi? Were yet? you out of pizza rolls? I'm not doing sushi. I don't give a nope, shit. I'm out on that. What? what? Have you ever even tried it? I'm not trying not it. even gonna consider trying it. Why? I don't eat it's so delicious. I don't, I don't eat raw stuff. Does it's yeah delicious. I don't eat anything raw and does it walk on the ground like me? No. If it doesn't work on the ground like me, then I'm out. That's sad. I like fish. I'm just not eating the Japanese Honda version of fish. <laughs> not, I'm not doing it. No, me you either. try it. It's really good. Yeah. How can it be good? Deep fried, maybe. You know, Schwann's puts them in these nice little sticks. They're pretty good. Yeah. Does, does the Schwann's men still come around? Yeah. No yeah, kidding. They do. It'll cost you an arm. Yeah, you with your, with your $1,400 stimulus, you can get like... Two bags or something. <laughs> exactly. No kidding. Yeah. Exactly. That was maybe three. The, that was all the rage when I was a kid. Oh, it, it was still, expensive. Then. Swans are still good. It's just expensive. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I will never forget one. But they're killing it in the COVID deal because nobody can go outside the grocery oh, shop. Sure. So they're that's the biggest business they've ever had. So whenever I was a kid, the Swans guy always Swans. 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 I always said Swans. So well, you, sold it, you said it wrong, but okay. Okay. Yeah. He always sold these ice cream bars, and they were square. They're kind of known for their ice cream. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Anyhow, he had these ice cream bars. Never mind. I don't even tell my story. Now. No, go ahead. Ice cream bars. You <laughs> like them? Go, too no, much no, no, go ahead. You like the ice cream Anyhow, bars? Anyhow, the from ice cream Schwan bars man. from the Schwans man, and. They were dipped in chocolate or whatever, but you could pick different flavors. Like you could have a strawberry ice cream or chocolate. A minute ago they were dipped in chocolate. Now they're different flavors. But it was the... Yeah, you lost me. 
It was like you could have a vanilla ice cream square dipped in chocolate, or you could have a chocolate ice cream square dipped in chocolate, or you could have a Because once again, somebody deviated from the fucking original (laughs) vanilla, and now we got to recreate the whole truck. Shut up. You don't eat vanilla ice cream. You love cookie dough and Reese's peanut butter cup more than anybody I know. It's actually more the chocolate syrup. The ice cream is only the reason. We always got swan ice cream, but my dad always mandated butter pecan. And butter pecan ice cream is great if you could leave out the pecans. I exactly. I hate butter. nuts. Oh my gosh, I hate nuts. What? Well, how can anybody not like nuts? That just I don't baffles like them. me. I don't like them. Nope. I I love peanut butter, but it's a so texture you, you thing. You eat candy corn or peanuts? Yes. That's a nut. That's the only time I eat a nut. How have we been together this long? You don't know that. I don't know. I, I don't know, Mark. <laughs> You're weird, is what I'm starting to know. I'm weird. You don't even know what an overeasy egg is. Uh, Come she's, on. She has a point. <laughs> I do now. Yeah. Now that we yeah, 20 minutes after we talked about it. Now, yeah. that, now that we educated you on the difference in eggs, you can get them a different way than scrambled. We used to get the push-ups. From I did. Egg. Yes. Yeah, the push-ups are good. Mm-hmm. The orange ones. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. or- I don't like orange pop. I don't like orange ice cream, and none of the orange. Nah, I'm out. The dream sickle, cream sickle, mm-hmm. whatever it was. For oh sure, gosh, all good. Loved it. Love it. Yeah, not not this. All Schwann stuff's good. It is. It really is. They used to do like I think they called it a pizza burger, and so it was a hamburger. But on top of it, they would have a layer of See, mozzarella. See, we just screwed up the whole pizza deal. We just talked about this. It was a layer of mozzarella cheese and a little bit of spaghetti sauce. And it was so good. I figured Best all... Best chicken patties ever. I figured all these grocery pickup pretty much negated... I mean, hell, they deliver groceries now in the cities. Swan's been doing that for years. They're ahead of the game. Yeah. The problem is, though, like, so we live out in the middle of nowhere. I would have to call them to tell them, hey, you need to stop by my house. Uh, it's called online ordering, Carolyn. But I'm not going to do that. Because you don't have the internet or what? Well, because why would I go to Schwann's whenever I can just go to Aldi's and get the same Because their stuff is better. <laughs> It's premium. It sounds like it's really expensive. It sounds like a lot of work, though. It's the case I it's H when you're buying the John Deere, Carolyn. You could be getting the That's real shit. a lot shit. of work. No, it's not. It actually bring it to your house. You don't have to go anywhere. I know, you're but not I, getting have all to, these I have to initiate here. the call. And then there's no, the whole... No, it's not a call. It's just online. They show up, and it's I online. don't really want anything hey, that week. I tell you what. But tomorrow, then I feel obligated to, to buy something. Tomorrow, you, eat a, you read a 1,000 pages instead of 1,100, put an online order in. <laughs> Maybe get Tony some over-easy eggs with some freaking cheese on them. Yeah. Actually, we're out of eggs. So. Yeah, look at that shit. Well, we'll have, what, a dozen more tomorrow when the chickens lay them. Yeah. So I, I moved another hay bale in the barn. So our chickens get out. I'm, I'm going to redo this fence as soon as I tear the pad of concrete out beside it. So I picked up another bale of hay two nights ago. There must have been 40 fucking eggs in there. Because these, these hens, yeah. they fly out and they lay them. Well, you can't eat them because fuck, who knows how long they've been there. Yeah, no doubt. There was a nest of eggs. That son of a bitch was a two foot by two foot. My daughter can test this them This is for you. really, really like saddening me. I gotta get that pin done. It's probably gonna have to be after farmer time, unless it sets in rain. All I gotta do is set four posts. And so, is this something that I need to do? Like you can if you want to. <laughs> is this just something I need to go over? But I, I gotta get that pad of concrete busted out so I can extend the pin. Yes. 
But uh, to me, chickens are one thing. In the event of a complete total meltdown, that's like the gift that just keeps on giving just every day. You got yeah. food. Yes, but they are dumb. Chickens Man, will eat dumb. anything. If you ever want to get yeah. rid of a Chicken, dead no, body. No, chickens are the dumbest, smartest animal you will ever meet. Yeah, they they're dumb. so stupid. But they're smart at the same time because they yeah. know how to do all the things. They're, they're worse than hogs. So if you want to get rid of a dead body, throw it in a chicken pen. There will be nothing left. Throw a snake in there. They will demolish a snake in like 30 seconds. And gone. I've seen them do it. I mean, gone. I have yet to find anything. And I mean anything a chicken won't eat. And I don't care from pumpkins to... Well, uh, they'll eat, they'll eat chicken. Um, they'll eat themselves. They're cattle. They will, actually. Uh, you can't do avocados. That's poisonous to them. But they'll still eat it. They're I know, just killed. It's poisonous, so. No, I'm just saying I ain't found nothing they won't eat. They're they're a weird animal. What if they'll eat scrambled eggs with cheese on them? They will. I'm sure you they will. I bet they won't eat over I, I will. So, <laughs> yes, like, will. we have a little... I keep a bucket on the counter, like scraps, whatever. Mm-hmm. So whenever I cut up the vegetables... Anything I yep. throw it in there, and Henry will feed it to the chickens at night or whatever. And I've thrown eggshells and yeah, they like eggshells. Uh, well, they, they love a cracked if you, egg. If you bust yeah. an egg in whatever, pain, they, eat, they eat all that. They just go completely crazy. So get this: when we moved here, before we tore the what we called the old garage down, they had chickens in here, and so they took all their chickens when they left. And we brought our chickens in, and so all of our chickens were brown. We had no other kind, and. It was two weeks to the day after we moved in, and I went in to gather the eggs at night, and I could hear something scratching on the wall. I'm like, what the hell is that? So I got to looking around, couldn't find nothing. Well, I finally went over to the wall, and there was a piece of plywood they'd screwed up to the wall. So imagine a like a wall in your house, but the outside siding of your house was on, but the two-by-fours were exposed inside the house. And then you just laid a piece of plywood up inside the house and screwed yeah. it over them. So... There's a little pocket in there. You, you can yep. reach down over the plywood. So I looked out in there, and there's a chicken inside there. She'd got up in there, and it wasn't ours because we didn't have any colored chickens. This was a black and white chicken. Mm-hmm. She'd been in there for two weeks, and she would lay an egg, and then she would back up and break the egg and eat it. And then she would lay an egg and then back up and eat it. And she'd been there for two weeks. This was in July. I mean, the heat of the summer by the time I found her. Because mm-hmm. the time everybody got all their shit yeah. switched around. And how she ever lived that long is beyond me. But that's no, what she was. eggs are good for you. She would lay an Somebody egg. Somebody probably some cheese on them. Break it and eat it. Lay an egg, break it and eat it. So to me, it's like chicken. Do you think she, do you think she liked her eggs scrambled or greasy? <laughs> I think at that point, she didn't really care. Benedict. Eggs Benedict. Oh, Benedict. Have so you what, ever had an egg Benedict? What the hell is that? No, that's a little too raw for me. So an egg, an egg Benedict is where they take it and they, I want to say they put the. It's almost like hard boiled. Yeah, kind of sort of. It's it's not hard boiled, but it kind of is, and they kind of put it in a little dish like this. I know I know the podcast people can't see me doing this, but they like Thank put God. the whole. <laughs> But they like put the egg almost whole in like a not a bowl, but I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had a hard boiled egg. What? What? You've never had a hard boiled egg. You've never ate a hard boiled egg. Something about the smell of them. I don't know that I've ever ate one. (sighs) Oh my goodness. We're out. We're done. Yeah. I'm not saying I haven't. I don't think I have. Have you ever seen me eat one? I'm going to call a night tonight. 
I'm done. <laughs> I'm going to call his mom in the morning. What was your mom thinking? I don't know. I know you had them because your brother eats them. Did you eat hard-boiled eggs? Absolutely. I do. I eat two hard-boiled eggs every single morning for breakfast. That's my breakfast. Because the long-standing joke is my grandpa always ate two hard-boiled eggs for breakfast, and he'd take his shell from his egg and just throw it on the floorboard of his truck. Huh. And so I always tell everybody, I'm like, What do they taste like? Delicious. They're great. You just put a little salt on them. You're yeah, good. a little salt. You're good. I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I don't think oh I my gosh, run, I'm really going good. to feed him all the eggs tomorrow. Oh, my tomorrow. goodness. Tomorrow oh you're having eggs all day. Yeah, you're it's eating Easter, you're gonna, We're going to try all the eggs and see what you like. I don't know. They just always kind of smell funky to me, though. Herbal. No, no, like no, no, they're fine. They're fine. She they're eats good. weird. Like, you eat sauerkraut. I can't even stand the smell of sauerkraut. Oh, That's not even close to an egg. Hard boiled egg, cut it up, put it on a salad the way God intended a salad oh, to be. Oh, yes. With good brawl. Egg salad. Do you like this. egg salad? Do you know what egg salad is? Yes. He hesitated. <laughs> so here's my take on salads. Salad is salad. You can't make anything else into salad. Ham. Do you eat does. chicken or ham salad? No, that's not freaking salad. Salad is made out of salad. You can't turn other shit into salad. No, you can't. Chicken salad is fucking no, disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. You love ham salad. I like no. ham salad. I don't ham like salad that's because is your mom makes too. it with bologna, not no. ham. Ham salad and chicken salad. We all that stuff that's made in a salad that's not salad is not salad. We didn't have either. money growing up. We substituted <laughs> with bologna. I'm sorry. Fried bologna. You take a grilled cheese, put bologna in the middle, fry that bitch. Phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. You're talking to the person that had absolutely no money growing up. Trust me. I know. When you act like we were the fucking Rockefellers, we were like one <laughs> step above you. I will never, ever, they didn't have ever easy eggs in this place. This though. is my most favorite story in the entire world. So, one year, my mom was like, beans are really, really good for you. They're really healthy. So, we're going to eat beans for every meal. And I was like, oh, this is a terrible idea, but whatever, let's do it. So we literally eat beans for every meal for a year. Come to find out five years later, she's like, yeah, we had no money. That was all we could afford. So we just fed you guys beans. And I was like, way to spend that. We ate beans. See, you can't trust anybody, Caroline. (laughs) The media tells you what they want you to know. (laughs) Exactly. And your mom was your media at that time. Oh, heck yeah, she was. But yeah. Yeah, from, from the no, family who's salad. famous for donut holes. Yeah. <laughs> Diabetic in a bag. Yeah. My mom has diabetes. Yeah. And sold it to everybody around town. She did. <laughs> and don't share the recipe now. That's just mean. Mm-hmm. The next generation is going to run out of diabetes. The thing <laughs> that absolutely <laughs> baffles me is my mom makes sugar cookies for everybody. They're the best sugar cookies but she won't eat them. in the entire world. She can't eat a one. Yeah. She doesn't eat a one. She, I will come How over and she'd be like, that? Carolyn, will you ta-? she has me come over and she'll like, taste test this for me. And I'll be like, oh, it's good. She's like, okay, just checking. But See, she can she can just look at it and know if it's good or not. She just knows. You've never taste test anything. You've never done the reverse psychology, though. Yeah. Sometime just in conversation, don't make a big deal. Just make it very passing. Just be like, you know, them donut holes of grandma's weren't no good anyway. I, I, I don't need the recipe. I found a better one. And just, and just play that off. Oh, he's got a point there. Just play that off like six or seven times, but don't make a big deal like you're That's trying to make a point. Time. I don't know your mom super well. I know her fairly well. 
I'm going to guess she's got enough competitive <laughs> spirit in her where the real Carolyn's going to come out and bam, she's going to lay it down. That's yeah. a, that's she how might. I'm. I, hell, I don't need hell. I found one better. Nick's grandma's was better than these. <laughs> but don't make a big deal. Just it's a good idea. Actually. Pass it off and just keep on moving mm-hmm. with the conversation to where she has to stew about it. Be like, oh yeah, yeah. these are these are. Great. I will tell you. So my mom been diabetic for since she was 15 years old. She makes the best food in the entire world, like mashed potatoes, gravy. All the meat, she can cook all of it amazingly well. Never taste any of it. She just has that knack. What if she's actually not diabetic and she led you guys to believe that she is? <laughs> and behind the scenes, it's she's like the eating, Titanic of you know, food. Exactly, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> behind the scenes, she's eating all this stuff, and yeah. you guys have no, no clue. I've seen what she eats for supper. I assure you, she's it's the, all front. Girl. She's the healthiest person I've ever met in my entire life. No, ever. Uh, it's, it's all ever. front. I'm the healthiest person you've ever. <laughs> no, you are not. You've said You're it time the and most time. Un- you are the most unhealthy, healthy person I've ever met. Exactly. Like your body is a an he, anomaly. He's absolute garbage. He does nothing. He has he does no movement. If I put a watch on him to track his steps for a day, it'd be like three thousand. She thinks I go to work and just like sit in the front yard, just watch cars go by and wave at them. Pretty like, much. You are one of the few people I know. It's like, hey, Tony, you want to go out for supper? No, I haven't had a meal for two days, but. I ain't got time tonight. Maybe mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, you haven't eaten for two days? No, I've been real busy. Uh-huh. I have never forgotten to eat. Uh-huh. Tony forgets to eat. Oh, no. Actually, I forget to eat, too. Now, 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 back, in his, now back in his day, Tony and I did dive into the occasional. We'll get a pizza and a quarter ice cream for ourselves. True. For some PlayStation. I remember like a here. year ago, I told her, I'm like, because I'd read all these things about like a 24-hour fast is really good for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let's do a 24-hour fast. She's like, okay, that's fine. One day, that ain't no big deal. And so we you done lost, it. And didn't you? At like hour, no, probably 12, 13, two. for like 30 minutes in there. I'm like, man, this is tough. And then I'm like, boom, I'm good to go. How I could have went two days. By like hour 25, she's like, give me something. I got to have something. I'm fucking dying. And she just grabbing anything she can get. I did not cave. You didn't I cave. Made, no. So we did a three day fast. And by day two, I was literally on my hands and knees, like, I was like, I can't do this, I can't do this. I was good, though. I And, fine. but you failed to tell me we could drink whatever we wanted to. Like, I was just drinking water. And he's like, well, you need Gatorade. And I was like, well, that's a game changer. So I drank a Gatorade, and I was like, oh, I'm good. I just needed some sugar or whatever. You're all about the loopholes, though, Carolyn. I You're am, all about the I loopholes. Am. Back when I was, like, 21, 22, working in equity... And for those of you who don't know equity, it's a big co-op around here, spray and spread and fertilizer, all that shit. I would literally leave at 8 o'clock in the morning and not have anything to eat or drink until 9, 10 o'clock at night. Didn't take a water jug, didn't take nothing. That's not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not. And, and this is what makes... you like a fucking camel. You can just go <laughs> This is what makes me mad about him. So he's the most unhealthiest person I've ever met in my entire life. I do all the things. I work out. I eat all the good food. I take all the vitamins. So here a year ago, we had an assessment test. We got life insurance, whatever. Mine was only marginally better than his. And I was like, how? How in the world am I killing myself doing all these things? And here his test scores are like 
so close to mine. It's it really actually it makes me mad. My family, so mad. Has, my family has so history mad. of living a long time. Your family also has a history of heart disease. And I'm like, what the heck? But they push through and they live through it, Carolyn. Exactly. That's why there's pacemakers and stuff like that. We can pull through this. We can come together. It baffles me. Like, he's going to, so he's had however many beers tonight, whatever. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to drink a green tea before I go to bed. I'm going to take, like, at least 10 vitamins. And we will both wake up the same tomorrow morning. And I'm like, how? And I'll go outside and build fence and fart around. And, and I will, and I'll go do whatever, but I have to do all the things in order for that to happen. And you're just like, eh, I'm just going to go to bed. I may have a pizza before I go to bed. I may have some chips and chip dip. I don't know. And I'm like, oh, no, I have to drink water and I have to take my vitamins. And I have to do this. It's called genetics, Carolyn. <sighs> it's crap. Yep. I think that it's vitamins... Crap. It's just like I've said, you're on conspiracies, vitamins are the same way. I've always said, <laughs> cigarettes are not what gives you cancer, it's the lighters. That's where the fucking cancer's hitting. <laughs> you look at these old guys that light their cigarettes with matches, they live to be 95. People who yeah, light with lighters, that theory. they oh fucking God. die when they're 65. The cancer is hidden in the lighters, it's I'm the telling you. It's the butane. Bastard gas, butane. <sighs> yep. It's not like propane. You're just fooling it's yourself. You're just yeah, propane lighter. It's crap. I don't know. No, it's because I'm a woman and you're a man. And there's just different... But I thought you guys... No, you guys are equal. You're equal equal. now. I have never said that. It's just different biology. No, you're equal. I think you're equal. I just think it's funny. Well, I'm glad you guys think we're equal. I I just think it's funny all these guys kicking the shit out of women in all their sports. You guys want an equal treatment? There you go. Bye-bye, WNBA. Yeah, Maybe the NBA will yeah. actually be who's watching. Now we get a few men in. You want, me, uh, you want to make the team? Yeah, just make the team. No, we shouldn't say that. That's <laughs> No, we can't. It's, it's, cool. no. it's our podcast. We don't give a fuck. We'll say yeah. it. What are you going to do? Yeah. How do you feel about that? <laughs> don't even tell. I'm just like over here biting my tongue. So I'm just. <sighs> no, no comment. No comment? Okay. What do you think we should end on that note? Yeah, like yeah. So let's end on a no comment. Yeah. All right, that's fine. We finally rendered you speechless. Yeah, finally <laughs> wore her down. She's going to go upstairs, make some eggs. I'm going to go upstairs, take all my vitamins, drink all the water, and... Oh, let me know how that works out for you. It'll work out great. I'll probably smoke six cigarettes, have a few more beers, and... Call it a night. Yeah. Yep. Sleep exactly. like a baby. Exactly. Be ready to wake up for some over easy eggs in the morning. <laughs> you don't even with know what that on. is. With Quit acting on. like you know what that is. I actually don't, but I, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. We'll figure it out. Well, anyway, we're glad everybody tuned in to this wild podcast. Yeah, this was all, all over the place. Board, we yeah. went from winning World War Two to fucking yeah. making eggs. I yeah. don't even know how we got from point A to point B. So what we learned tonight is. Carolyn reads books that she shouldn't read, but she could be reading ops manuals. Tony doesn't know shit about eggs, and... You do all the cooking in your house. No, I don't do all of it. My wife's like a, a great cook. She's a great cook. Let's throw uh, Nick out of the But I do like... I love to cook. I love to cook. So, it doesn't bother me in the least. I'll cook anytime you ask. But I cook broths tonight before I come over, and that's why I'm late. But uh, I love to cook. I'm not much into cooking. I love to cook. Well, you don't have to. Yeah, Shocker. Clearly, you don't, you don't know much about it, so you probably shouldn't get into it. 
Um, same reason. I, same reason I'm not doing brain surgery. I don't know much about it. We should have yeah. the Mrs. Growing Corn and the Growing Corn cookbooks on TikTok. Oh my god! <laughs> Tony's his feature Tony's rolls, just feature like, rolls, hot go pockets, anything you can warm up. But he's gonna have to dip back in the archives in his pre-marriage <laughs> days, which has been a while ago. My my cookbook will be number two at McDonald's. <laughs> Next day, number two plane. <laughs> Here's my thing. His his. Pre-marriage days would date back to whatever mom made for supper <laughs> because true. that's what happened. Clearly wasn't overage, <laughs> over easy eggs. We talked about that one, but it's no bullshit. Her and I went on one date and I moved in. He did. <laughs> what no a, joke. What a leech. I know. <laughs> and I still let him hang out. Yeah. Okay. I provide you Triple with the nicest thing. lawnmower known to man. Look at this extravagant palace that I provided for you. Oh and this is the thanks I get. Scrambled eggs. It's unbelievable. I don't know. She's always telling me to try new things. I guess I'm about to try a new woman. Yeah. <laughs> you go right in. Yes, this you went in a right really, in. really drastic direction here. I, I can't be party to this. No, I don't know how we went from winning World War II to... To Carolyn not participating. Yeah. I don't know. To Tony finding himself sleeping on your couch tonight, but here we are. <laughs> I'll give you a ride. It's okay. Yeah. I'll make eggs in the morning. Yeah, we can do that, I guess. Well, we've rendered you speechless. I think we've all had enough beer this... Yeah, we need a trash can down here. You're the janitor yeah. around here. Get a trash. Look at all these fucking beer cans. I, yeah, they're probably, I, I can barely see you. Oh my gosh, there's, I'm so sorry. There's at least a case of cans here. Pretty close. I don't yeah. know. Make it happen. She's got to get all technical now. There's 20. Okay. <laughs> I had to count. Pretty close. Oh, you and your white claws. <laughs> yeah. I had three white claws. We dream big. Get some white around us. Yeah. <laughs> there's only three white claws down here. Yeah, Thank whatever. God. Thank God. Well, anyway, we better end this here because somebody's going to go upstairs and take vitamins and drink nine gallons of water. So thanks for tuning in to the Straightforward Farming Podcast. Any of you guys that are out there farming, be careful and be on the lookout. We're getting ready to do a great series on this podcast, one that I think everybody's going to like. Yep. We're doing a little more research on it. But it's going to be epic. It's going to be good. And then actually... When we was outside taking a piss a little bit ago, we come up with another great brainstorm that I think is going to be really good if we can get mm. this pulled off, too. I think you guys are really going to like it. So, anyway, we will catch you guys hopefully next week on the Straightforward Farming Podcast. Be careful, guys. We'll see you. Later.